This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Rumpelstiltskin, are you here? The door was open. End of the hole. First door on your right. Come on in, dearie. My name is Joan. I was hoping you could help me. Is there something wrong with your skin? from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. This is a weapon, dearie. Always has been. And we've also always talked about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How you doing, Dark One Marie? <laughs> Take that down. Take what down? What, this wonderful logo that, wonderful that we have logo. here? Nobody could see that I looked like the Dark One. Yeah, I, and I should mention, too, that I'm Bill Meeks. Yeah, and I'm the dark one. See, that's yeah, where that was going to go. You're, you're the dark one who's not supposed to be here this week, but no, is. No, I'm not, but I am. So, Which <laughs> sorry, is I'm here. Because we're, you know, we're here to talk about Once Upon a Time. We are here as to talk usual. about Once Upon a Time. And it, we brought some friends with us. Yes, we did, because uh, if <laughs> people d- don't know, uh, we scheduled uh, Hope, uh, Hope Molinax, uh, to be Amory's replacement. Since Temporary Amory wasn't be here. replacement. Temporary Are you getting rid of me? Full-time replacement. You're fired. Uh, <laughs> and we also signed up uh, Bobby Hawk, uh, friend of the show Bobby Hawk, uh, to be our guest. Uh, but we figured since we already had the time scheduled and Amory was going to be here anyway, why not have everybody? So how are you doing, Hope and Bobby? I'm doing good. I couldn't be as audibly delicious as <laughs> Amory. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes, uh, over on our other podcast, uh, Legends of Gotham, somebody called Amory audibly delicious, which I think most people would agree with. Absolutely. I, I'm certainly not, because I have a cold no, right now. No, you sound audibly disgusting, but that's okay. Which we, is still, we still love you. We have plenty of people to talk, so exactly. it's not a big deal. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Bobby? Uh, pretty good. Same old page, <laughs> different story. Nice. <laughs> I, I, I see uh, you've grown out a bit of a beard since the last time I saw you, like myself. Yeah, yeah, it, it grows pretty quick. Uh, a lot of people keep asking me, is it for the No Shave November thing? But uh, it's not November yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be a, a quite quite an early start on that. Okay, well, uh, let's. Uh, I guess we should go ahead and get started talking about this week's episode of Once Upon a Time. Amory, why don't you uh, go ahead and give us the rhyming <laughs> summary for episode I am still four. so sad because I wanted to read the rhyme tonight, and I'm sad. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Not too sorry, but I'm well, sorry. You, you shouldn't feel too bad because I, I was ha- I was half planning on having Amory call in a voicemail with the rhyme just no! to keep continuity. Okay. Silencio. Rumpel and Anna are quite awful playmates, with Rumpel tricking her into doing things she hates. Hook and Emma go out for a meal, but to get back his hand, Killian must- makes a deal. Is his hand cursed? Can't say for sure. His attitude's bad, though his intentions are pure. The power-leeching hat may prove momentous. All in this week's episode, The Apprentice. The Apprentice. You're fired. Really good one, Bill. Thank you. Wasn't Thank it? You. I really like. I, I, I really too. feel like I've been hitting them out of the park this season so far. So, 
They, they, so you've been the, hitting them better than the episodes, so. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own opinion. I, I, I would have been there with you two episodes ago, Hope. But yeah, I mean, we'll get into all that. Let, let's start. Uh, actually, let's start with the person here in the room with me, Anne-Marie. What did you think of the episode overall? There and were, what does The Apprentice refer to? Because I have no idea. There's a sh- there was a show called The Apprentice. You don't know the the Sorcerer's Apprentice is what it actually refers to. Well, yeah, but you got. Con- <laughs> I, I was playing dumb. Go ahead. How, don't play you dumb. You don't do it well. You're too smart. Especially for that. when I'm sick. Yeah, and especially when I don't know that's what you're doing. <laughs> um, there were good points. There were bad points. Mm-hmm. I I got a little ranty in our notes at certain things. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I just started doing bullet point after bullet point after bullet point. Bullet point. Um, bullet point. Bullet point. Um, but I love Anna. Mm-hmm. I want more Anna. I, I did notice. I don't know if anyone has this in the notes or not, but I did notice that at one point she had like Pixar face. The actress had Pixar face, like when she's holding the sword to Rumple's chest. She has like the total like eye cocked, like half smile sort of thing that <laughs> Pixar is known for. Uh, but okay, Bobby, what did you think of the episode overall? I thought it was a really good episode, um, with the caveat of a little too much Disney reference. Yeah. <laughs> That's been a problem all season so far, though, especially like the Frozen references. It's just been like hitting you. Like some of them are clever. Some of them are not. <laughs> They're yeah. just kind yeah, of The apprentice turned into a mouse. What's that? The apprentice turned into a mouse. See, I kind of like yeah, that. I liked the mouse. I kind of liked it. And then there was a broom walking around the town. I that I did not like. I was fine with it, like walking in the opening. I thought that was pretty cool, but you know, a little nod like that. But to actually have the broom walking through and the Fantasia music playing was just a little too much. I mean, they clearly had to go across town, and no one stopped and went, "Hey, there's Mr. Gold and Captain Hook walking with a broom." It's just another normal day in Storybrooke, apparently. Well, it kind of well, is. At this point, they're surrounded by ice. <laughs> Okay, uh, Hope, what did you think of the episode overall? Um, it was my least favorite this season so far, but I liked it more on a second watch. But even then, I probably only liked about 40-55% of it. Um, mm. It had a lot of great character moments, but um, the reasons why... I, I try to pick reasons why I didn't think you guys would touch on of why I didn't <laughs> like it So, on, mm. uh, in my notes, so... Okay, well, I'm, I'm sure we'll get there. I'm sure we'll get there. Uh, first, I guess we'll start with... Um, uh, but what did you think of the episode? Yeah! I have no opinion. I'm not here to share my opinion. Right, I'm just fine. here to lead the conversation. All right, bullet point A. No, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Uh, <laughs> but I, I definitely liked it better than episode two, which was probably my least favorite episode this season I recall season that so being far. a bad one as well. But it, it, one of the things I liked the most about it was the fact that we have... Well, I guess we have Bad Rumple back, kind of, guess who's maybe. Back. Back again. Bottom line, <laughs> we can't trust Rumple anymore. Who thought they could? Like, I, did you really trust him <laughs> after after his sacrifice with Pan and you know that, that whole had, journey? No, no. It, it, like I thought, you know, any badness we saw in him the last half of last season was mainly because of uh, the w- Wicked Witch's influence. No, you know, but I, I. I wasn't expecting him to go this far back to can you actually trust him or not so soon? You know, just After within last a couple week episodes. I, did. 
I, I guess. I guess uh, I could see that. I, I did enjoy, though, um, a couple of the scenes where you really got to see that was kind of like like the the constant one-upping of the blackmail between yeah. him and Hook to where it was kind of like this double dagger bluff where, uh, no, uh, I'll tell Belle she doesn't have the real dagger, but she does. Prove it. Okay, but you prove that I don't. And so it's mm-hmm. like they, they just get – they're kind of painting themselves into a corner here yeah. with this blackmail dagger thing. And uh, – I, I did also really enjoy that he had Anna, I, the, Anna being you know Anna. The, Anna sorry, uh, the big uh, character from this year's big blockbuster Disney animation movie. I thought they were going to play it pretty safe with her. I didn't think they would take her kind of right up to the same bluff that we saw Snow go up to and cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know when uh, she uh, had Regina kill Cora, right. So I thought it was – I I never expected them to push any of the Frozen characters up to a you have to face your inner darkness kind of No, but that's what made it awesome. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And not only they do it once, they Mm -hmm. kind of did it twice or tried to do it twice. Yeah, yeah. And one other thing, like I I just – I'm not sure – just because of everything we've seen Rumple go through, and even just that confessional scene by uh, Neil's grave and everything in the first episode this season. It was crap. I, I kind of – do you think he's manipulating Hook towards a positive end? Do you think there's anything about this hat that uh, is going to help everybody? No. Or do you no. think it's all <laughs> just he wants, selfishness? He wants all the power in the world. He mm. wants the – um, dagger or the wavy knife thing mm-hmm. um, to not control him anymore. But and he's you got to keep in mind he's a coward. I mean the power is what he wants to keep himself strong to keep himself in this position. And even if it is to protect Bell and to not lose anybody else, mm-hmm. it's his fallback cowardly line kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, see, everything I, I, changed in the first episode when he saw that mop bucket or whatever like he seemed like he was going totally good he didn't change the dagger until he saw mm-hmm. until bell brought him to that house and he saw the mop bucket oh yeah yeah, yeah. so something though like do you think may, yeah maybe the the quest for power is his old selfish nature coming out his old cowardly ways trying to protect himself and everything but do you think maybe there there might be even be like a little small chance that he's amassing all this power because he knows something bigger is coming that he's going to need his complete autonomy to face. Maybe. I'm just going to throw it out Blue there. Blue Fairy is going to be evil. <laughs> <laughs> if she ever gets to come back. Oh, if she if she's ever oh, evil, though, that would be... She filmed a few like a week ago. Okay, so we'll see them in like February. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Amaria, you, you actually That's wanted me. to touch some more on the uh, hat and stuff, right? Okay, so the hat. Um, I feel like it's going to take him a disgusting amount of time to fill it with enough power as mm-hmm. it needs, purely because when it ate the apprentice, because I don't really know how else to describe that, um, <laughs> one itty bitty little glowing star appeared. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we see others. It kind of looks like a galaxy inside. Which... Well, that was just an apprentice, though. I'd imagine you could get a half galaxy out of. Where's the sorcerer? <laughs> that was that was, I believe mm-hmm. my next thing was who was the sorcerer and what happened to them? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go through it. I told you I got ranty. Um, <laughs> when it in pieces, if so, the whole hat needs to fill them to be – it'll be le- – there will be nobody left to control because it's going to eat everybody because everybody in this town mm-hmm. kind of has a power. See, uh, I, I'm kind of hoping we're going to get kind of the Hook and Rumple Road Show where they travel magical realms. Maybe something similar to my my sliders uh, idea with oh, Rumple, where yeah. Hook, Hook and Rumple travel to different realms to capture all the magic. How are they going to do that? We have no magic beans. Jefferson c- could still oh, be in oh, town. Oh, oh, no, no, you're just egging her on. <laughs> <laughs> you're just egging her on. Yes. <laughs> He has enough of a movie career. He does not need the show. I'm creating false <laughs> hope in hope. <laughs> okay. How many dark ones have there been? Because we only know of two, right? At three? least three. Right. Because the apprentice says that every dark one has tried and failed. And he says that when the second one. He says that one, to the second one. Sozu. Right. So, but if he's saying every dark one has tried, I feel mm-hmm. like there had to be at least a good handful. Which also yeah. means that the apprentice has been around for a significant amount of time. Not that he was a young spring chicken or anything, mm-hmm. but magic. Well, I mean, he started out as mouse this tall, and so now he was at least <laughs> that tall with a beard and stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> and then he became a mouse this tall. Yes. Um, what, what's with Rumple turning everyone into mice, by the way? He did that what's to What's with Smee? him collecting body parts and tears? Oh, because it's Rumple. I mean, I guess it's better than other things it could be, but... Yeah, th- there's a... In the comic series Fables, the the kind of dark one in that series, uh, not really Rumpelstiltskin or anything, but the the dark, big dark overlord, he he collects teeth. He eats people's teeth to get Ew. their power. That's kind of disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Heroes eats the brain. So it could always be worse. Okay, well, okay, one last thing. One last thing with this. So, so whose house actually had the box? Because mm-hmm. since this was a house that nobody had claimed, and blah 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 blah, I think it was Anna and Elsa's house. Because the last place that we have now seen the box was back in Arendelle. This is true. But how did it get there? Because they didn't come over with a curse. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Bobby. Hold on one second. Um, (laughs) They didn't come over with a curse. Mm -hmm. She came through a portal. That we know of. Okay. One of them came through a portal and the other one is still MIA. But uh, Bobby, you had something? Yes, Bobby. Go ahead. I just think it's the sorcerer's house. You think it's the sorcerer's house? Yes. Who do you think the sorcerer is? Yensid. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's anyone we haven't. I don't think it's anyone we've seen you don't yet. Think about yet. You know, I'm, they're really hitting up Sydney very hard mm-hmm. uh, in the promo, and I, I think maybe his genie side might be coming in more about it because he was kind of sort of evil. And the next episode is called Breaking Glass, so yeah. I think we're gonna see maybe Sydney. And his, you guys brought up his name's an anagram for Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Because how yeah. old is Sydney? We don't know how old Sydney is as a genie. That's very true. Because, yeah, the first we episode know, we he knew that up, Cyrus he was a few up one day, years right? in Wonderland. Oh, what was that, Hope? Sorry. We knew Cyrus was a few hundred years in Wonderland, right. so mm-hmm. how old is Sydney? Remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. Okay, uh, Hope, uh, you had uh, some issues you wanted to bring up here. Yeah, um, like like I said, this wasn't my favorite episode. It, it didn't go in the direction I thought it was going to go in. With mm-hmm. the ending of the flashbacks last week, I thought the Ice Queen was going to take Elsa on as her apprentice and then start manipulating her, and like that was the direction we were going to go in. And so that's where I thought the apprentice was going to be. Yeah. Um, the big, and then I started thinking about like what my actual issue with this episode was. And I think they're just trying to do one too many stories. And a lot of it mm-hmm. is the half-season format, which I've had an issue with for a while. I 
I like and dislike the half season format at the exact same time because I like it because it moves the pace. We're going, we're getting a lot of stories in. We're touching a lot of bases. But at the same time, we're having a lot of contrived things. Everything's not being developed as well as it would be in a full season format. Like if we had had this apprentice story, say in like season one or season two when it was a full season, it would probably be much better developed. It'd be much like more detailed. They'd be able to flesh out both the apprentice and the frozen story line i mean as well as flesh out like outlaw queen and captain swan and so i i I, i'm starting to think that the issue i'm having and i've had this all through oz i had it with zelina i had it neverland is that they're just not taking the time that they used to to fully develop characters and to fill develop thoughts which leads them to retconning stuff like they did a lot of retconning in oz with all the time traveling magic Mm -hmm. they they totally erased stuff that they, they did in season one and so it's it's been an issue of mine forever for for since last last year and I really saw it a lot in this episode because everything was just off the wall whereas hats and mice and things are eating Mm. stuff and no one cares about a broom walking through town and it just (laughs) it's starting to get really outlandish and they're just going oh you have to accept it because it's magic just accept it don't think about it don't think about it and they're, they're I feel like they're dumbing down their stuff for this new frozen audience when people like us who have been here since season one know that they can do better. Oh, yeah. And I mean, Frozen, especially especially for me personally, the first couple episodes, it really did feel a little tacked on. But actually, this episode, I thought, I thought they, you know, it's very obvious they were two independently developed storylines. They built uh, the hat thing up and they were going to do that. And then they were like, oh, but we can do Frozen. So let's right. put them yeah. together. And I think I think it was a mistake to try and throw them both into the same half season, like you were saying, Hope. But at the same time, I also think they've done a pretty decent job mm-hmm. kind of stitching the stories together. Although, I I don't know, the Snow Queen was kind of useless in this episode. Oh, let's, uh, yeah, that, what was that scene with their little ice snail trails? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I kind of wish well, they would have just had... stuck to the Frozen stuff, because if they would have brought in Ice Queen and Rumple and focused on that instead, mm-hmm. and had, like, Rumple, oh, I see you're manipulating manipulating this little girl, dearie, what are you doing? That would have been such a much better story. And he's like, you know, I have her sister, you work on Elsa, let's figure out an evil plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it depends, too, on if... I kind of have a feeling that maybe the Snow Queen might play out a little bit longer past the half season. like Dag. Her- or she might show back up somewhere or something like that. Sorry. I guess we'll see. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I guess Aunt Marie doesn't like that idea. It's Bobby, uh, why don't uh, we go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, – you wanted to touch on Henry a little bit, right, Bobby? That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, although um, Hope had the theory that it was going to be about Elsa, I think it was pretty obvious that it was Henry that was going to be the apprentice. Mm-hmm. But like it, earlier in the episode, she, he was almost playing an apprentice to uh, Regina. Mm-hmm. And the vault trying to help her cure uh, Marion. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, you know he's doing the undercover mold with uh, Rumple, and even picked up the broom and started cleaning things at the end. Which was, if you notice, the episode actually ended and began with someone picking up that broom and cleaning. Badly, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm like I said about Disney nuts before. I'm almost expecting him, uh, Henry, to pick up a wand and start ordering a bunch of brooms around the pawn shop, and I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a little too far. Do you think the whole Heart of the Truest Believer thing is going to bring out, like, uh, that's like a sign that Henry has magic or something? Well, yeah, I definitely think that that Henry 
does have some sort of magic or some sort of inherent magical ability just because of the lineage, right? Right. I but I, I actually like light and dark magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's like he's the perfect mi- mix of a light and dark magic because Skywalker. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, and they, they that would make Rumple Darth Vader, I think. Yeah. No, no, because that would be <laughs> one more back. Darth Vader's dad. <laughs> um, we obviously don't know ourselves. I, I actually uh, something, and this is my next point. I will go ahead and touch on this, and then we'll take our little break here. Uh, but something that kind of struck me in this episode was yeah. the the inherent evilness that's kind of coming out in henry mm-hmm. like i i don't know if he well he's always kind of been sneaky any anyway yeah. i mean you know sneaking off to boston to get emma and bringing her back and just r- running this whole scheme against his his adopted mother and everything with his birth mother so i mean he's always had a bit of uh kind of orneriness about him but he seems to be really kind of leaning into a, and enjoying uh both uh regina's and rumple's sort of evil proclivities and he he's trying to kind of insert himself into it and now i'm sure part of that is because henry you know wants to be close to his mother his grandfather wants oh, to be close to everybody but at the same time i could definitely see henry taking a darker turn especially considering how well he did as panry last oh, year Panry. evil henry last year love I, w- Panry. I would almost love to see him show up as as a villain as uh, his great grandfather reincarnate good good <laughs> I, I i don't think he's evil i think he's just starting to become a teenager and i've been mm. waiting for this child to like between getting kidnapped and almost getting killed by zombies and getting kidnapped again and almost getting killed by Pam. Like I'm ready for this kid to have like night terrors and talk back to his parents and have teenage <laughs> friends. So like I'm I I don't think he's evil. I think he's actually just mm. growing up. But he's That's technically fair. only like 13 or something. It, it would be 14, nice to see 15. him with some friends though. It would be nice to, but he's not gonna leave any of them because. Um, how fun is a bunch of 14 year olds when you can go on adventures and chase the snow queen and do magical you spells. You could chase the snow queen with your teenage friends. <laughs> I don't see that ending well though. <laughs> Somebody will be hung up on No, but like, I never wanted to hang out with my parents that much when I was 13. I wanted to go to the mall and like find mischief. So like I've been waiting for Henry to like <laughs> step up so much. And he's the only proactive person on the cast right now. Like, See? he's the only character doing stuff. Everybody I, else is like, snowing and dates and ice creams and hooray <laughs> and dresses. And, and Henry's like, let's find the author. I, yeah, I was going to say, uh, a big part of his motivation, too, is I, I think he kind of just thinks the the whole concept of finding the author is a neat idea. It seems like a, I mean, even the first time Regina said it, it seemed like a very Henry idea, and his eyes perked up, and like he he was all into it. I, now, uh, one thing, I, I have one like wild card theory on the author, and then we'll throw it back to Bob, because he has one, too. Um, with some casting, but I was thinking because Will was trying to break into the library, getting mm-hmm. the book, and he understood that he broke into the library, he climbed through a window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, well, he broke I, the window. There was broken glass. Yeah, but I'm saying exactly. because he's like fixated on book. Threw him through that window. He did not. They walked away. <laughs> yeah, they separated. They like, separated. Right at the end. He was still on the ground when Hook walked away. But uh, what I'm saying is, is it seems like because, you know, he breaks into the the library, gets the Alice in Wonderland book and is, you know, flipping through it, holding the picture of the queen and stuff like that. I'm wondering if maybe Will doesn't understand the nature of these stories in relation to books and stuff. And if that might not indicate somehow maybe Will's the author or at least knows him or was involved with him somehow. 
Ooh. It's just why else would he know? Why else? Because the character as we knew him in Wonderland didn't necessarily (laughs) understand that relationship between the stories and the real world and all that kind of stuff. I mean, any more so than any other Storybrooke character. Right. So I'm, I'm wondering if may, maybe he might have something to do with it. Just something to throw out there. But uh, 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 Bobby, you had a, kind of a common guess, but kind of a, a unique casting I wanted you to point out too before we move on. Yeah, like you said, common guess is that the sorcerer will turn out to be Yen Sid, but mm-hmm. I think Doc Brown would be perfect casting. Oh yeah, Christopher Lloyd <laughs> is Yen Sid. Would be, That'd be fantastic. Pitch perfect. I think I think you might have mentioned that in a chat a couple weeks ago or something, but I wanted to make sure to get that on the record because I love it. Okay, <laughs> I just wanted audio of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play that over and over again for hours and hours tonight. Yeah, it's not creepy at all. Now it's creepy. Yep. <laughs> okay, uh, since it's creepy, we'll take a little break here. We just want to point this out, and this will be the last time we're doing this, and uh, might might not it has be successful. To be the last time. Uh, but we're doing some greetings from Storybrook T-shirts. You can get them at teespring.com slash storybrook and we have uh, let's see here six days and two hours left when we're recording this six on- days two hours four minutes and 53 two one seconds but i uh, recording this on tuesday night I, and uh so we have to get sell 30 of them we've or sold 11 we, they won't make any of them and uh, right now we've sold 11 so we need a miracle could that miracle <laughs> be you or yes. you we need a savior or you Yes, we do. We need a savior. We need a master of light. I this morning. Why aren't the rest Yay! of you guys buying yours? Exactly. See, we have Hope pitching in here. And I mean, I definitely understand if you can't, if you don't want one. It hurts my feelings. I definitely understand. But basically... We'll block you on Twitter. No. If you don't want one, then mm-hmm. go ahead and promote it. Share it with your friends. Put it on Twitter, Tumblr, cool. Facebook. You need to uh, share it with your friends and family to other people who won't. If people don't know about this shirt, they won't mm-hmm. get it. I should stick Hope on my dad because he hasn't bought one yet. <laughs> See, we need to hire Hope as our marketing person because I have a hard time marketing. Uh, but uh, what okay. you, it, it, the, there are two things, two reasons to buy this shirt. One, then me and Anne-Marie each have our own Greetings from Storybrooke t-shirt. And uh, you have one too. And you would have one too. We could have a Greetings from Storybrooke which, t-shirt party. Which is our main motivation for running this campaign. And two, Sebastian, who did our great new logo, both the Frozen version and the regular version, gets a little scratch in his pocket for helping us out with that. So if you want to check it out, it's teespring.com slash storybrook. And we do have a couple of little pot sweetener incentives here, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, uh, you know, we did commentaries all over the summer. They were a pretty big hit. People yep. enjoyed them, yep. even when they uh, listened to them without the episodes. So that was awkward. Uh, so that. we thought if we, if we get this campaign done... Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do two uh, drinking game style commentaries drinking. where we will f- we'll find we'll print out uh, the best once upon a time drinking game out there and we'll play it along with these episodes. One for Tallahassee, Tallahassee. which is our, our most hated episode ever. So we're, we'll give it another shot. We'll give it another shot with Sorry. shots <laughs> of magic juice. And uh, then one we'll let you guys vote on. And also, uh, if you do order a T-shirt. Forward us the invoice. Uh, so just send it over or a screenshot of, of it over to greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. And uh, I think Hope has uh, – Hope, uh, show the camera. Show the nice people at home oh. what you got there, Hope. Show yes. the nice people. The, uh, <laughs> it's Shadow of the Queen, right? Yes. It was the comic book produced last year by Marvel. It's Graham's backstory under Regina's rule. I bought one for them and I will also – they don't know this – add in – 
uh, a bag of our Once Upon a Time teas from Adagio. Uh, Blue Fairy was closer to me, but me and Anthony made a Wool Scarlet blend. We made Anna and Elsa. We made Robin Hood. We made about nine blends over the summer. So I will throw in a bag of tea and uh, your own personal copy of Shadow of the Queen, which is incredibly good, and you get to find out Graham's true love. Oh. Whoa. Oh, what? good, another ship. It's really good. It's really short. I wish they would do another one. Guys, do a Neverland one. <laughs> and if, as a third incentive, you can have a really awesome piece of Once Once Upon a Time merchandise that not a lot of people have, and you'd be able to have this, like, unique experience and mm. have this shirt that, like, you know, it's serious and special, and you can... Sh- Show you the fandom, and you can show your love of Bill and Anne Marie because they don't do this for free. They do this for you guys, and because they love you guys, and we want to show how much we love Bill and Anne Marie too. So please go buy a shirt, guys. It's going to be awesome. If you don't want to buy a shirt, then go promote it on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook. Make a flyer. Do whatever you can. <laughs> that's so sweet. That's slash storybook <laughs> for your shirt. It can be your most expensive cleaning rag ever. <laughs> No, but uh, if you want to enter to win all that great stuff from Hope, and uh, uh, you know, just help us out with the shirt, teespring.com slash oh, You guys will get to choose which tea is like once you guys pick a winner, just have yeah. them contact me and they can choose. We have about 30 once upon a time teas, so you can choose. Awesome. I'll say two, you can cho- choose two. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, so just uh, send us the screenshot of the invoice at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com and we'll, we'll pick the winner on episode 100. I, and and so far, we're... I'm winning this bet because. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you just did an amazing ad for our t shirt. I, I like, like it. I wish we had had you on two weeks ago. We might have sold them by now. <laughs> you don't know, but I'm like, doing write ups for you this week. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, Anne Marie, uh, we'll go ahead and continue with your point E here. My about, point, uh, my ranty point E. Yes, your ranty point. I'm, I just ranted this week. Okay. Teespring.com slash storybrook. Six days. Make it happen. Um, okay. Mama Snow and Daddy Charming were precious. Hope they were the just, best. Okay. I was like, I'm, I feel the hater ain't going to come. No, I love no, them. No, they were wonderful. They were so precious because they didn't get to do all this before. So they're taking advantage of it now. And she used a Polaroid camera. So let's just talk about and how adorable that was. in the background when she's not speaking, she's just smiling and she's staring like, at the picture. She's glowing like like a like Puss in Boots, <laughs> the little cat. Um, I love overprotective, charming. It's not like him and Hook haven't had these conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, in multiple realms at this point. Yeah. Um. So that was adorable. I love that Snow was asking all sorts of crazy, crazy questions, and that the two of them waited up after the day to find out <laughs> how it went. It was so cute. Yeah, I almost for the hangout for this week's episode, I almost used that picture of Charming just kind of like, hmm, for a picture. <laughs> but I didn't. But you didn't. Um, God, yes. arms. Yes, Emma, you need your own location. Find your own apartment mm-hmm. somewhere. I don't care where. Well, wasn't that a big conflict last year when yes. when Emma or uh, Henry, no, David, in. David and Mary Margaret remembered who they were and they needed private time? Yes, because Henry spend- walked in and they were having private time they needed neil making time oh womp, womp. <laughs> um, but yes you need your own home where is elsa staying is she staying at granny's because i didn't get the impression she's staying at granny's she has no other clothes can mm-hmm. somebody please lend elsa a pair of jeans and a t-shirt or maybe some pajamas who needs to put on a ball gown every day elsa is such a mo sometimes Queen. 
Again, I still didn't like, get that last time you said it. A, a mo? Yeah. A chump? A weirdo? Uh, no, like <gasps> no. a no, like a, j- no. She's just like let it go, Bill. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. Let it go. It was the corset line that made me think that. Okay, That's see, I liked the corset yeah. line. That was I, I liked it too. But Elsa's such. She's such a non-modern person. Well, she is a non-modern person. So it makes her sense. land had no magic except her and mm-hmm. the trolls. But whatever, the and trolls also, didn't creep anyone out. And also no electricity, but right. plenty of music. Plenty and, of music. And. Uh, snowmen. A- anthropomorphic snowmen who had modern pop culture references under their belt. But that's it. <laughs> okay. Snow, we need a new wardrobe. Can we please? I know that you've just had a baby. I know that you're postpartum. I know that it's only been like two weeks or something ridiculously stupid. <laughs> please at least put something on that fits. Mm-hmm. They're making um, there's, her- a, there's a Tumblr user on uh, that finds all their articles of clothing. Snow's outfit this episode was like over $1,000. Are you kidding me? No, wow. like each of her sweaters and skirts are like th- two, three, four hundred plus dollars. Belle's skirt, that little star skirt for like the 10 second scene was in, was like $420. Well, see, that I believe because all of her outfits are very fashionable and the such, which is why I know that there are clothes in Storybrooke that Elsa could be borrowing. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if these clothes are so expensive and fancy and fantastic, they're not outfitting her Snow Wright. They're making her look frumpy which i mm-hmm. think is a choice but it's a bad choice well i mean no it's a bad choice no. <laughs> okay mama okay. bear amory no. spoke shut up bill <laughs> sorry sorry like, i i only get to comment on the fashion when we're doing uh commentaries apparently yes um let's see my next one was someone give elsa a clean less formal outfit bell has a closet full of clothes see i had this point mm-hmm. Um, Hook apparently modernized his outfit. What? I'm too loud? Oh, no. Uh, you wrote something down here that I noticed, and I was pointing you like, you go, girl. Which one? The, my- uh, that <laughs> Hook had no guy liner on this episode. There was no guy liner. No, but no that guy wasn't liner. my big point. My big point is the fact that he's still wearing leather, and I didn't even notice he was wearing a different costume until they actually said, Hook, you've changed your clothes. Okay, well, my big point is that he was not wearing guy liner. And that makes it me sad. It messed with me. It, it makes messed me with sad. me. Well, that's because he sleeps he, on the dock. He, he wasn't the same old Hook. Did, could he not find a stone? Guyliner or no? Bobby Hawk, what do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Hawk, not a fan of Guyliner. Go ahead, Amory. Sorry it. for interrupting um, you. <laughs> okay, Emma's Emma looks stupid in the dress. It was not very Emma. She should be in something not flippy. Mm-hmm. And yes, hope she did. They did look like Sandy, Sandy and Danny from Greece. Mm-hmm. And after I read that earlier from your thing, I couldn't get it out of my head when I rewatched it. But I, I didn't all like the it. entire date scene, I was just waiting for them to be like, tell me more, tell me more. Did you punch Will Scarlet? Tell me more, <laughs> tell me more, because I'm a pirate. Do up, do up. I was like waiting for them to like bust out in some do ops. It was horrible. She did didn't you look ride like on Emma. a boat? Oh my gosh! <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. We lost all the beans. <laughs> we got back to snows. That's where it ends. But I I'm told going him, in a dark one mode. Don't mind me. <laughs> I should not be trying to sing right now. No, you should. Night. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Okay. Anyway, they looked horrible. Someone give them real clothes. Okay. Uh, On to you, Hope. Uh, we're, we're done with our fashion slash grease uh, revival here. Bobby, are we boring you? 
I'm fully enjoy enjoying everyone right now. I don't even know how to add to this. <laughs> well, you see, it's supposed to be three part harmony, Bobby. I hope you had something you wanted to you don't uh, you hear wanted me to talk sing. <laughs> you wanted to talk about Anna. Oh, Anna. Anna. Anna, right, Hope? No, Anna. Anna is Anastasia, Bill. Yes. I know. Which is a great movie. Oh, no, I'm, I was thinking Anastasia from Wonderland. Well, Scarlet's Anastasia. He called mm-hmm. her Anna. This is true. This is very oh, true. I, that might be why I get, I I I get confused. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm so angry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Come back to me. Oh, yeah. So I, there was one part of the episode that I did really like, and it actually saved a lot of the episode for me. And I wish they would have done more with it, but I really liked Anna controlling the Dark One. Like, that was that was hilarious. And I wish she didn't give up the dagger so easily, because can you imagine her being like, okay, well, Dark One, let's go on this journey together. And he's just like, fine, fine. (laughs) Don't you want to hear my jokes, Dark One? Yes, I want to hear all your jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, she could have done so much, and at the same time, it could have played on her, her, like, inner dark side. Like, he could start Mm -hmm. tricking her. Like, okay, don't you want to give up that dagger? Like, what should we do? Oh, you want to help that poor person? I help them out of their poverty by killing them. Isn't that what you wanted? Like... That could have been a really awesome story well, to run with a- when you have, like, the nicest person and the darkest person together. And, like, mm-hmm. it's like the odd couple. Like, if they had tea, like, Rumple would be, like, Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> well, there, there was kind of one of those moments in this episode. It just uh, when she wishes to go back home, like, you can just see the flash in Rumple's eye. She didn't say the knife. You know, like he was very, very excited. Okay, here, I'm going to try and speed things up here because we're starting to run a little bit long. Uh, uh, Bobby, uh, you you wanted to talk a little about uh, some Disney nods, right? Uh, Like I said earlier on the podcast, it's getting a little too much. I mean, I think there was like three or four in this episode alone. I'm expecting uh, Emma to start calling her her bug Herbie. (laughs) uh, what, what, What were some of the ones you noticed? Uh, well, I mean, there was the lady in the tramp pasta scene. Yes. There was yes. the apprentice Mickey, and then there was, you know, the mouse, and then there was uh, 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 the, the broom. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. I mean, it's yeah. getting, like I said, it's getting a bit too much. The music has been very Disney this, this year, too. What's oh, that? The music? The music has been very Disney this year, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, some straight out of Disney, the ballroom scene, mm-hmm. the Fantasia scene, it's just... It's getting too, you know, the, it's, it used to be little subtle nods. Now they're wrapping it around a brick and throwing it at your head. <laughs> Very much so. Like, I, yeah. it, it, as long as they don't go so far as to bring in literally Mickey Mouse as like uh, a half season arc or something, I think I'll be okay. Well, they already had a stuffed animal uh, Mickey Mouse in Gold Shop. Well, yeah. Mickey has made his appearance. He, Andy was a stuffed animal when the little girl was getting adopted from the group home. Boom. And he was a phone in the pawn shop. Yes, yeah. he was. Good memories all. Good memories all. Okay, I have a prediction. I, I'm not going to ask for much comment on this because, you know, trying to speed through here. Uh, but here's my prediction for how everything's going to go down with Elsa getting put in the urn back in the past. Basically, a, the way this episode ended with Anna back home with the hat and everything, I think what's going to happen is Rumple's going to come to try and get the hat back. He's, he's going to get control of it or something. And in order to save Elsa from being sucked into the hat, 
Anna's going to put her into the urn because you know the Snow Queen said last week mm-hmm. that uh, that Anna put Elsa into the urn to kind of sow some seeds of distrust and everything. I, I think that's how it's going to go down. Is it's going to be to protect Anna spe- or Elsa protect, yeah. specifically from the hat, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. I'll pull this out as a YouTube clip if it's right. Of course you will, because you're all about right. the YouTube clips right now. <laughs> I am. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, Amory, you had some quick thoughts you wanted okay, to run down. Okay, I'm just going to run through them. Bloody hell. Um, a <laughs> restaurant other than Granny's, Lady in the Tramp Pasta, uh, the radio saying, dropping to a low 30s near the ice wall. Um, <laughs> Belle seriously only had one line. I hope that she is looking for work elsewhere. Just saying. Um, did you we- need to come down here. Bye. And there it goes. It cost $1,000 because of her clothes. Um, did we really just follow a walking broom through town? Mm-hmm. Henry is dressed like Neil in the final scene. From the back, oh. act- from the back he actually looks exactly like Neil. Um, Sarah nice. Fisher, why do I feel like that's important? That name sounds really like familiary. Maybe like the Fisher and his wife or something? I have no Fisher idea. I tried wife? Googling it and I got a bunch of LinkedIn's. So <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what Sarah Fisher is. So if you want to hire the Snow Queen, she's out there. You just Somewhere. need you yeah, just need to get the right combination. If you want to, if you keywords. picked up the whole James Whale thing for Frankenstein, we should pay them to figure this out. Yeah, figure it out, people. Make it happen. Figure it out, people. Okay, uh, hope, hope. Uh, let's keep moving. Keep moving. Go. Your point. Yes. Go. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go through this really fast. I went to way more detail on my own blog, and so if you want to know more, then yeah. But I think the royals and the good guys are starting to get really out of control. I noticed it last week that with Snow as the mayor and David as Emma and Emma as the sheriffs, they don't have to listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it again with the Knave of Hearts this week. Um, they are the police, they are the judge, and they are the jury, and they all have done terrible things. Like they've all hurt people and killed people. Sheriff is the worst ever he assaults people he does not get warrants he breaks and enters into cars and they mm-hmm. just they pick and choose who gets to go free and who doesn't because hook attempted murder on bell he uh is clearly a bad guy he's done all these terrible things but hook is allowed to walk free after attempting murder on bell because he's <sighs> the love interest and emma says so and mm-hmm. but will still steals a book and he goes to jail like there is no one for these good guys to answer to and they are the law enforcement they are like they pretty much get to choose what's it like what comes and what goes and i'm sitting here going season one they clearly had democracy like you know they should have another Mm -hmm. election to choose who could be mayor or have regina come back and being like whoa what is happening in my town because mayor mills got stuff done in this town amory it was Snow's curse, which automatically makes her the mayor because they straight up said, "No, you're the mayor now. You cast the curse." Mm-hmm. But that's and, dumb. And, like, like, and, like who? And Regina basically said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, it's yours now." <laughs> she said, "I don't want it." But I, I mean, but they have no one to answer to. Like mm-hmm. they're they're letting the dark one run exactly. wild. They're but letting they Regina the, go free. They're they letting the Hook go the free because they're the love interest. But Will steals a book and he gets he jail did not time. steal a book. He broke into the library. He, he stole a book. He, Jill, uh, Hook he broke a murder. window and was inside the library, and they may have well, not Hook put it. Hook attempted murder. Ah. 
I'm just saying. Because <laughs> he may have also been in there because it was a drunk it. tank. And because you know Gold is their magical help desk. Gold is their magical help desk, so he gets to run around free. I mean, they get like they are the final say of everything. And I, what I'm saying, I just want someone to be like, hey, you know, this isn't quite right. Don't we get to choose? This? They you, don't you, want to. You, you know, one way they could do that would be to uh, rewrite the storybook. Uh, <laughs> Bobby, you had some uh, points you wanted to make towards that end before we wrap up here. Uh, just, it up, I thought it would be it cool if they actually succeed in changing the storybook. Because then they could, the next arc could be them like traveling to the, the different lands, having to fix the stories, put right what once went wrong. Oh, so sort of, sort of like a quantum leap. Is going to be the yeah, home. I, I every day I, I sing that or sing the theme song, <laughs> say that opening thing in my head every day. I love it. I used I, to pretend I was like a person leaping in, in and out of time. Awesome. Instead awesome. Of, like uh, was, you can you can actually sing that theme song. You just have to make sure to say it exactly like that lady said it at the beginning, Doctor Sam Beckett. Uh, something, something. I, I can't. I can remember the rhythm. Accelerator and vanish. He awoke to find himself trapped in the past, facing mere images that were not his own, and driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. Nice, very yes. nice. I, I, I don't. I don't think we could. We could end on a higher note nope. at all. Okay, so let's see here. Arbitrary scale. Arbitrary scale. Okay, and I'll start with hope. Hope. Out of one thousand twenty-four of Mickey Mouse's whiskers, how many of Mickey Mouse's whiskers would you give this episode? Whatever is forty-five percent of Mickey's whiskers, and maybe like a snippet of a tail. Four, <gasps> that'd be like 454 or something. Why? Um, well, I mean, like I said, it was my least favorite. I think they're trying to do too much. But I, at the same time, originally in my first watch, I gave it like a 25% of liking it. Mm-hmm. But on a second watch, I caught more of the character moments, and I liked it a lot more. It just wasn't my favorite. Fair enough. I thought it was ridiculous. Okay, uh, Bobby Hawk, uh, 1,024 of Mickey Mouse's whiskers. How many whiskers do you give it? Um... 833. 833. Why? Um, I thought it was a pretty good episode, but I do agree with some of the points uh, that Hope was saying that if there was a good episode, but if you actually sat down and started thinking about it in relation to previous seasons or whatnot, it's mm-hmm. it's rather obvious that, you know, that, like Hope said, they kind of just throw away whatever they feel like throwing away. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of just got to sit down and not think about the episode and it's good. Yeah, I'm still not over them retconning Jefferson. (laughs) And you never will be. Uh, Anne-Marie, out of 1,024 Mickey Mouse's whiskers, what do you give it? 976. 976. Why? Because I really liked it. Why? Because I I love the Anna and Rumple stuff. Like absolutely, positively loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, we got classic Rumple. We got actual a lot of actually a lot of character with Anna mm-hmm. of you know both sides of the coin with her you know being good and being not so good. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, liked it. I liked it. Whatever. What do you? You're think? you're totally allowed to like it. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> I do like it. It's just like I was like I'm alone in my principles. Over I, here. I would actually no, no. I, I like I, the episode. Oh yeah, it was a good episode. I in fact I would give it 901 whiskers out of oh. 1,024. Oh, okay, okay. So anyone can ask me why? Why, Bill? Why? It was cool. I liked it. I thought <laughs> really. <laughs> you you pull and you dig and you pull and you dig. It was cool. 
It was neat. I, I, I liked when they did so stuff. Cool. And, they did stuff. And, and then that person had like a sword for a second. <laughs> that, this wavy cool. knife thing. Mm-hmm. I liked the wavy knife thing. Yeah, it was no. It felt. It felt. Uh, I, I think more like a uh, once episode than any other this season. Yeah. And I, I thought it was. It, it finally got the balance right with the frozen stuff for for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, obviously, we have everyone on this panel who disagrees with me on that. But, <laughs> exactly. You know, but overall, I thought it was a really, really good episode. Uh, now, uh, l- let's see here. Uh, we're, we're going to let Bobby and Hope go. I think Hope might stick around, though. Uh, but uh, Bobby, where can people find you online? Uh, same place as always at Inevitable Hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, s- some days I'm more uh, active than others, but mm-hmm. either there or calling into you guys every week. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> always leads the voicemail section, except for this week. Uh, but Legends of Gotham, I think he does, too. Yes. <laughs> this week. Okay, and uh, Hope, where can people find you? Um, I just launched my website. It's geekygirlexperience.com. So, woo! Um, I also have a podcast called Hope of All Trades, and my Twitter is Hope Molinex. Excellent. Okay, I well, we'll let you guys go, and we're going to play a quick commercial, and uh, then we'll be right back That's with it. some news and some... Uh, Letters to finish up We have here. a commercial. This is weird. Yeah, I know it's weird. It's only 38 seconds. Okay, though. good. The teenage hero hunted on the run. A titan falls. A familiar hand holds the gun. A key to his past may soon appear. A day on the water. A night ruled by fear. Mystery, revelations, and murder beware. Danger on Liberty Pier. Dog boy. Danger on Liberty Pier, a new Dog Boy Adventure by Bill Meeks. Buy it today at dogboyadventures.com slash store. And you can pick it up there. The reason I played this and I pointed out is because Danger on Liberty Pier is free on Amazon this week. So I thought people might want to check it out. If you want to pick it up for free, just go to bit.ly slash Liberty Pier. It's my book. Full disclosure. I like it, though. I thought it turned out nice. Now, on to the news. News. The only reason I stuck around. Just for the news Okay, let's see here. First up, we have the ratings as we normally do. Once Upon a Time matched last week 7.9 million with a 2.7 share. And uh, ABC notes the series is up 11 and 29% year over year. Which is really good because they Definitely. were typically trending down mm-hmm. a little. And something I'm just going to mention very briefly here. I don't even have a story to source it. But apparently uh, Nielsen is in some trouble here. Because uh, – here, I'll go ahead and mute Bobby here. Uh, but <laughs> Nielsen is, has been in a little bit of trouble here because I guess for the past year or so their rating system hasn't been completely accurate. Uh, so we might be seeing some weird changes to both this show and the other show that we'll talk about over there, too. But, you know, just something to keep in mind. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought it was in weird. our favor. I, I, I think it's just uh, they're just inaccurate numbers. So I, I'm not sure if they're inaccurate, Trend good in or deduction. bad. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm sure more will be coming out about that in the coming weeks. I'm, I know some people are already a little stressy about it. Okay. Uh, next up here, we have a promo for Breaking Glass. I will go ahead, uh, like we normally do, and play this without showing it to you and describe what's happening. Oh, this is my favorite. And, and there's Sydney. Sydney in the mirror. <gasps> she I'm has trying an outfit. to see it on your yep. tiny screen. Let's see here. Terror rules the night. 
Oh, oh and it looks Halloween like uh, Regina and Emma are what teaming up, and there was Wait, like a drag war from Skyrim. That? People it's running down the road Halloween on a, in, a, in the know. woods, and more in people snaking in snow. Oh, that's an old outfit. And they're going to build a snowman. Did she really she, just say we're going to build a snowman? She said right there at the end. But I want to know who the What's that? Go back. Do you Go back to the Wrong way. Wrong way. Okay. Keep going. This guy? Well, that's interesting, but there was... Hold on, we're looking. Oh, we're For looking. the people who can't see your tiny screen, explain what you're what you're looking at, Emery. There was I'm trying I'm trying to make him find it. There was somebody that I didn't recognize, and of course, it's not on any of the thumbnails that YouTube is giving us at the moment. Yeah, I don't see anything. There was the was, most I see is this this draw. Well, well that thing is kind of crazy too. Show here, yeah. He that looks like one of the enemies from Skyrim. If anyone's yeah, that's Skyrim. what I thought too. <laughs> Okay. But, uh, or like one of the shadows of Colossus or something. Mm-hmm, definitely. Okay, and let's see here. Um, you know what? This might be... I know we normally don't care about spoilers. This might be a little too spoilery even for us. No! Because I, I think it reveals the identity of the Snow Queen <gasps> in how she relates to Emma. But there's Doesn't a press really. relief for, release released for Breaking Glass. Uh, you might want to check out. You can get that at the show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. I should have read this ahead of time. Now I'm really curious. <laughs> But uh, for for next week, uh, as always, uh, we always like to hear what you thought about the episode. We don't have a lot of feedback this week because we have to do two podcasts tonight. My throat's already messed up, so we don't want to spend too much extra time reading. But you can always email us, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Run to your computer, uh, especially if it's in another location. Like if you have to run across the street with moving traffic, probably best. Why Tweet us at GF Storybrook. Yes, please. Uh, the Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And the voicemail number, which we pretty much always play, is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we almost always play them, except when they come in while we're recording the episode. Which has happened a lot lately. And is w- w- what happened uh, with Dave from Michigan last week. But uh, we'll play his original voicemail and then the follow-up. So uh, here, here's the original. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, this is Dave from Michigan, and I'm calling with a comment and a question. My comment is, I am loving this season so much, I feel like it's the best that it's been since season one, because for me, season two and season three, it felt like Emma Swan and her super friends. So I'm glad that this is coming back to a more ensemble cast. Now, my question for you is this. Henry said, when he came back with all of Regina's supplies from the vault, he says, Mom, you really got to clean that place out. Now, I don't know if that was just a throwaway line or not, but generally, something like that is a, it leads to something coming back in four or five episodes that we learn. What do you guys think could the vault have that would cause, that, that would, this line would be leading us to think about or to not expect to happen when it shows up next, next, uh, the next time they, they go to the vault? Talk to you soon, guys. Love it. Love the show. Uh, thank you, Dave. And uh, as far as the question, like, I don't know. There could be anything there down be there. so many we, things. We know we that know chorus stuff is still down there. Right. Yeah, a lot of chorus stuff. And I mean, so any man or anyone's heart that they might need or, you know. Chorus stuff is down there. And she was in Wonderland, so it might have a tie-in with the Nave of Hearts. <gasps> this is very oh. true. Let's we both point. It's like yes. we synchronize. We hold, our, oh. we hold our fingers up and say, yes, Hope. Yes. Okay. But in the the whole, I know that's uh, about last week's episode. The whole reason we play it is so we can play up this follow up that came about, I think, six hours or so later. <laughs> hey, Bill and Anne Marie, it's Dave from Michigan again. I'm calling this time because now I've listened to the podcast, 
um, that I didn't realize was already up when I called my first plea back in. I just wanted to um, say something in defense of Elizabeth Mitchell to Anne-Marie, and it's a theory of mine. She seemed, I agree that she seemed a little vacant, a little emotionless. Could that be because she doesn't have a heart right now? Just a thought. Just a thought, Anne-Marie. What do you think? Still don't like her. <laughs> I, I have to no say, one has a heart. <laughs> you didn't like Anastasia either in Wonderland in the, your first greetings from Wonderland episodes, and you no, grew I, to love her, so keep an open mind. This is very oh, I, true. I keep an open mind, but Anna or Anna, whatever her name is at this point, mm-hmm. um, she started to have personality, so hopefully Elizabeth Mitchell's character will have a little bit of emotion yes, and energy. And I'd imagine that'll build as her character is revealed more, too. Yes, le- next week looks promising. Speaking of next week, uh, after you're done watching the episode, you need to run out into traffic. Then you know what? You can just use your smartphone. Email us, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at gfstorybrook. Uh, the Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Now, Amory, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitters at amdsimone and at cchcblog for my blog crunchycrafty.com excellent and as for me you can find me on twitter at bill meeks and uh google plus is google.com slash plus bill meeks and you'll want to sign up there if you want to be notified when we go live with the podcast and uh i guess i'll dogboyadventures.com or bit.ly slash liberty pier if you want to pick up the second dogboy book uh for free and you can also like i said uh, get the show notes all the information about the show at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Uh, now, we should probably rush because we have another podcast. That's what I'm right trying to like post up now. <laughs> can okay, can so, I end on a joke? Okay. End on a joke. Do it. All right. So what's Elsa's favorite song? What's Elsa's favorite song? Hey Ya by Outkast because it's ice cold. All right. All right. All right. All right. Until next time. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Story <laughs>